Hello and welcome to another episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast for Real Salt Lake fans of every age and level of soccer knowledge and experience. So did you guys uh, enjoy the weekend? We're coming, before we get started about the game, it was Memorial Day weekend, did you guys do anything exciting? It was great, great, uh, barbecued some dogs and ate some chicken with the kids, mm-hmm. some family. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where there's that's everyone catching that, up right? with our life right there. Thank you. Yeah, that's why we don't do that. We just jump into the game. We started the lineup. <laughs> this is the uh, RSL against Minnesota. Big thank you to everybody that came out to the watch party. Boom, at, Cattleman's. At, at Cattleman's, that is some seriously good food. And. and we're able to give away some really cool prizes too. Yeah, we gave away the new stadium Lego set. Stadium Lego set. We Ooh. gave away a garden gnome. Gave away socks. Uh, socks. Really cool looking socks. Yeah, nice. we gave away a bunch of stuff. So please keep coming out to those. There's plenty of room and plenty of great food. And Steve's a great guy. But it was the Minnesota versus Real Salt Lake. We were away at the Loons. Starting lineup was Zach McMath in the goal. Backline, Brody, Silva, Glatt, and Hidalgo. Midfield, Rubin, Loffelson, Ojeda, Savarino. Forwards were Musowski and Krylock. And on the bench, Ruiz, Caldwell, Chang, Beavers, Pierre, Jokerson, Gomez, not the goalie, Anelli, and Vera. Yeah, interesting rotation, right? I think uh, Pablo listened to the podcast. He heard our Bodie versus Brody conversation, and he thought, well, maybe it's both. Yeah, well, and so he put them both in. (laughs) So good job, Pablo. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for the nod. And uh, pretty solid on the back line across across the game. The expected goals weren't out of control, wasn't very high. They did get the one goal, and that goal was fairly lucky and i thought by and large a pretty solid display from the back line yeah it's nice seeing silva back being it doesn't look like he's any worse for wear no lingering nothing lingering from his injury with whatever it was with his they said it was back but whatever it was he looked like he was, it was from carrying the team Carrying the team. That, that weight gets a little heavy oh, yeah needs yeah. a break <laughs> you gotta share it with some other people <laughs> so he he looked really good. I thought Brody did all right. Uh, there was one time he got wiped out. Uh, mm. Little guy versus medium sized guy, and he got <laughs> that, that's the, the downside. Medium-sized guy. <laughs> that's the downside of being a little guy, right there. But that was a couple of wipeouts. That was pretty good. So thoughts on how we started? Pretty good. Not too bad. Um, I like that we're not crossing it as much. Uh, we're keeping the ball on the floor. Um, Crylock was actually moving quite a bit, which was impressive. <clears throat> um, but I do feel that the first goal was it was well set up, and I think we just got a little lucky that the goalie didn't go big the right way because you're supposed to go big with not leaving any gaps. You know, like they usually turn one side; it's like mm-hmm. a lunge. He didn't do that i guess and went right through his right through his legs but i don't know i wasn't expecting much in this game yeah Especially we with the lineup we we ever since we went to minnesota in the early days of rsl 
and lost in a cup match. I think it was six to four or something <laughs> ridiculous. Wasn't Pablo Campos on that team? Yeah, and I then think we so. ended up getting. I don't him. know. They had a play. I think it was Pablo Campos that scored like eleven goals on us or something. And then we ended up picking him up. I thought it was maybe it was Gene Alexander, maybe before Pablo. Anyway, we'll look that up. There's our homework for the week. Great. Now we have homework. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> was before that though the goal the the pass by Musowski was very nice. Mm. Little cheeky back heel to right into uh the path of Savarino and Yeah, that was a pretty nice setup. <clears throat> and it's nice to be able to see that Sava's playing with other people. It's not just him winning the ball and <laughs> getting the goal by himself anymore. It's actually involving more people in the team. And it's good to see Musovsky, um be a better passer because I think when we we're coming into the season um, and we we're and Pablo was asked about the, the, the forwards and he didn't even mention Musovsky. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad sign. But um, once everybody else got injured and or um, fallen severely out of form Musovsky's actually been serviceable so that's nice yeah he had a very nice solid uh goal call back for foul which you know was a solid foul however <laughs> <laughs> the, the important part was, the important part was that he scored the goal yeah, and <laughs> a lovely calm finish right past st pierre yeah that was nice is which portends for better things in the future when he gets in Some those situations. Chances. And again, nice and calm, which hasn't been the hallmark of Real Salt Lake forwards this thing, this season, calm in front of goal. And speaking of uh, Rubio Rubin, I think it's important that we <laughs> address that he played in this game and did not score again. Well, now he's also a winger in this game. so You know. Yeah, and he came on in the 73rd minute? No, he started. Oh, he okay. He started. He was just a winger on the opposite side of Severino. Okay. And he had a great couple of runs into the box, and every time he got close, he fumbled it and went out of bounds or recycled it and passed it back in. You know, like, and he was, wasn't horrible, but no, no, he, was, and he, he was missed kinda, every chance he had. <laughs> it's like... Well, there were some good saves on. The one save, the ball got behind him, and it bounced around, and then it went off. The Minnesota defender and sure blame circumstances. I think after forty-five circumstances in a row, <laughs> maybe he's, maybe he's just not a finisher. And there was know? probably not. Let's probably put him at left not. back and see what happens. <laughs> we move. I love that guy, but he's not getting good results for us. On Savarino's goal, though, he was making a run that kept one of the defenders from. Kind of two of the defenders, right? He kind of got both of them, mm-hmm. so, which was great. Boxall, who, man, isn't he the angriest looking guy in MLS? Right? I mean, just looking at him, he just looks angry all the time. He's always yelling, and he's got that face that, you know, is he's on his is on his head. <laughs> it's right there on the front. Yeah, right there on yeah. the front of his head. Yeah, you've seen him. He's angry. <laughs> He's always angry. He's angry. There's other people that are always smiling, like Diego Chari, your favorite player. But oh, Boxall's always yeah. angry. Well, and Minnesota's really, hopefully, turning into a really good rivalry. We There is a little bit of bite in these games. Not a ton, but it's more than just regular MLS games. There's a little bit of history there. 
It feels like more like what it should be with Colorado when it's not. But so. Yeah, yeah, and and a good result for us on the road overall. I mean. Yeah, it's a good result, I guess. You know, you get a point, which is always good, but <clears throat> it still feels like we're we're working. You know, like we're changing some things, uh, changing the way they're moving the ball. It is actually feeling like we're getting pretty successful on the ball, especially in the midfield, because I remember talking about how crappy we were in the midfield a little while back. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's so, looking better. Yeah, it's looking a lot better. And Loffelson had a pretty good game as well, too, so that was good to see him. Not as so jittery, but uh, yeah. Put in a solid 60 or so. Yeah, I think there's a I, – I don't know if uh, – if we were to look at it, I don't know that uh, Lovelson had a great game. I don't know that Brody had a great game. There was people that had good games, but uh, and Ojeda on Minnesota's goal. So we go up one, and then a few minutes later they come back, and Ojeda got uh, burned pretty bad. Looked like yeah, he'll get aggressive um, occasionally, and I love the aggression, but sometimes he'll just blow past the play. And it's either a yellow card or they're in on goal. So as your defensive midfielder, it's tough to see that, you know. You don't want to see too much of that. And that's, I think, something he is needing to work on as he um, matures as a player. Well, is he going to be here when he's doing that? Well, it's it's a good point. He might have gone back to the championship if Nottingham Forest had gone down. They might have... You know, brought him back because they might have got rid of some of their higher priced guys they brought in, but they stayed up, which you know is a whole different conversation. But it's definitely something that is you know he's aggressive, over aggressive, and then gets beat on the turn. You know what I mean? And that's he kind of got beat goal side. Is that the way way to? Well, as a defensive midfielder, that's where you hope for help is if somebody gets a quick turn on you that, you know. But I, I don't know if that's the way Real Salt Lake plays. I don't know if that's the idea is that, you know, somebody should have slid over for that because as soon as I got turned, he was in behind. And Ojeda was head over on the play at that point. Yeah, right? but also the probability of that ball going in is so small. Like ding ding ding. Yeah, yeah. like it's 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 unfortunate and it's kinda weird that we couldn't block that. Because I mean he was literally goal line. Yeah, I think Amaria put that pressure on Glad and uh Yeah, he just pulled him in. Kinda mm-hmm. Glad was just putting his foot down as the ball hit him, you know. That's what so, he does. Well it's it, it but but uh, it, oh, yeah. Uh, I know, uh, right? Uh, but uh, no, but if we're giving oh. up that goal, it kind of sucks because you're like, ah, we played so well otherwise and didn't give up a lot of great chances. But there were a couple of chances Minnesota just missed too, right? There, yeah, there was they one, had a couple of open chances. There was one earlier that's that Silva blocked. It was right in front of the top of the box, and it bounced right back to might have been Amarillo, Amaria, and he he had keeper beat. But he put it outside the, the post. Yeah. So all, all in all, I think it was a, a good result. I mean, our possession stats are still a little low, right? 46.4 for the whole game. And they were 53.6, turns out. If you add those two numbers up, it makes 100. Uh, you know what's really weird? That does every week. <laughs> every week. Every week it's 100. 
You'd think someone would put a little more initiative to get more than their share. But no, it's 100% every week. No, I, I, I think there's a, tons of, a ton of time when the ball is not with either team. Like the ball gets blocked or knocked up in the air and nobody really has possession. Like I, I think that the stat should be a little different, but whatever. I think somebody was doing that this year where they have, what, effective? Yeah, effective possession. possession where they do have that third number to where no one's really doing anything. Yeah, no one really has the ball. Right, but um, shots wise, they outshot us sixteen to nine. Shots on goal, we had two. They had three, and uh, three apiece for blocked shots. Yeah, not much to talk about in this game. <clears throat> it's uh, first half was all of it, and then the second half we were a little bit more aggressive. But it was all in the first half. Yeah, a little unfortunate one one. Well, that's that's kind of good though, right? I think going back to what we've been talking about where RSL is getting better, they're still still at the bottom, right? There's 11th place, tied for 11th place. There's the Galaxy. With the 9th place, 10th place in those. There's the Galaxy, and then there's Kansas City who is coming on. Yeah, they're ahead of Colorado now. Yeah. Uh, and then Colorado, and then us. Or yeah, so LA has 9 points, Colorado has 12, Kansas City has 13. Us, Austin, and Portland all have sixteen, but we have the worst goal differential. But also, that doesn't that doesn't really show us, you know, the actual quality of the team. It just means the their results right now, because I think our quality of our team at the moment puts us in almost the last place with the with the players that we have. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a, it's been a little bit of a rough go. I mean, what have we sold three or four players without a signing? <clears throat> So, that that's not great for the fan base, right? Looking so, for new blood coming in. Yeah, not so seeing it yet. We still haven't replaced. We didn't replace Miram. That was the most recent one, right? And he, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, continues continues to, to contribute mightily at Charlotte. He helped with their assist on the the corner. In against the <laughs> the galaxy. That, that's me slapping my head. If you can pick that up from the sound effect, uh. we hope that's what they hear. <laughs> uh, so frustrating. Ah, uh, like we, I think Miram was one of the guys we talked about that was like we felt was all in. Like when he's on the field, he's he's dialed in, he's focused. He brings something cool, you know. And then we sold him for meh. It was a couple a game or two after. Remember when Loffelson scored, I think, to break our... Oh, yeah. On the breakaway. And he kind of did the Hulk flex thing. <clears throat> yeah. But Miram was on the bench. He came clear across the field and was the first guy there, almost the first guy there, to to be in the, the group celebrating the goal. And then we go and train him. But talking about somebody <laughs> that, was, that was bought in, you could tell that Miram was yeah. bought into this team. But I think he's proven that he's worthy of starter minutes with what he's done done in Charlotte. Yeah. And RSL has still continued to struggle to score but if we're, without if, him. And if we're if we're heavy anywhere, it's our wings. We have Sava, we have Gomez, we had Miram. So I get that they felt like he maybe was expendable. 
especially if we were going to get somebody that could score some goals, and then it ended up not working out that way. Yeah, I don't think Shinoshiki's even playing yet, is he? I don't know, but he's not scoring goals. <laughs> and that's what we need, right, is a nine or so somebody up top. To he's still with Charlotte with then? Yeah. Yeah, They. I think the charges were dropped formally, but there must have been some culpability there because he's still not, like, back fully all the way yet. So. That's crazy. Yeah, something's going on still. And you never know with some of these things. They play it tight to the vest, and we're not going into Charlotte and doing an investigation or... oh that's an action Investi- <laughs> rsl investigative reporting uh, random fan random, random investigations random investigations <laughs> what did happen in that swamp that day no one knows what player is cheating on his team random fan will find out so, so yeah the first half uh talking about the team though where they're at in the in the standing it's kind of like where they should be right but they are getting better i don't think this is a a team that should be fighting for the wooden spoon like we started off at the start of the season. There have been some obvious changes. The heat has been turned down, at least on the interwebs, looking at there's some people I've noticed that some people have gone from get this guy out of here to oh hey. Yeah. We've he's we've not impro- that bad. We've I guess. Improved. Yeah. Instead of just maybe being a little bit more patient with but and we're not horrible on the road, two, three, and two, which is the same as our home record, coincidentally, two, three, and two. So there's some symmetry in that, but there's six losses so far, and that's a lot. Well, being two, three, and two at home is an indictment that we've played horrible. And but two, three, and two on the road, that's kind of where you want to be. You want to you want to have a winning record, but two, three, two on the road, and kind of playing that where you're you're maybe winning a few, getting some draws. And kind of being even across the board on the road. Well, there's still That's... four teams that don't have a road win yet this year. The Galaxy, who we get to play twice. Um, oh, Vancouver, well. <laughs> Houston, and San Jose, right? So yeah, let me get this straight. Our next opponent, LA Galaxy, they don't have a road win. And we get so... to play them twice at home, yes. <laughs> so are you... They, are you suggesting they might be in line for a road victory? I would hope not. I really would hope not. I, yeah. You know, the Galaxy are kind of a mess. Kind of? But, I mean, they they, they have, what, four points on the season? Just kidding. Nine. They have nine points on the season. A horrible mess. I don't think we've seen a mess like that since, who knows, maybe Chivas or Chelsea. Two, four, and one at home. They are they are oh, a five huge mess, and there's the there's a few teams like that. Toronto's in the same place. They've got they've got players vaping. <laughs> oh my god! They're paying through the roof for them too. And yeah. they're, but they're still sitting on 16 points. Yeah, they're 14th. But if they get one point more than four other teams, they'll be in 10th place. So, but it is kind of there's a lot of uh, there's a few teams in the league that are uh, struggling with internal dynamics, like nothing like the LA Galaxy. But uh, Toronto, Kansas City's kind of turned it around as well. They're starting to come on, especially if they can beat Portland 4-1 to one every week. That'd be great. <laughs> yep, yep. But I do think the RSL's playing better. We just have to figure out how to score goals, how to score more goals, how to be – they were they had a lot of chance. well, they didn't have a lot of chances, but there were some great opportunities in front of goal that kind of went by the wayside. And at this point, 
they they've either got to figure it out or bring somebody in. They've got to well, do something. We've heard a couple of rumors out there, right? The uh, Slovakian guy was he Slovakian or Czech? Somewhere yeah, it that. turns out that was exactly what it, rumor a rumor. Okay, and no, there there were teams that have made offers in MLS to him, but RSL was not one of them. Oh, okay, but. If you want him, a big guy. You were hoping that that was six, real. Three, six, four, yeah, yeah, big dude. Well, yeah, um, I don't see us doing anything because I don't. I don't. RSL doesn't have a history doing that stuff. You know, like saying, Summer "Oh, we transfer. need a guy. Let's do somebody real quick." They're not like that. They have too much faith in the players that they have right now. And too you much can see faith. It. Too no. much faith. You're saying. I think so. Way too much. Yeah. Or just too much. No, just way too much. Way too much. Way too much. Um. Because if you see the formation right now, four four two, we're saving players for bigger games, so that means we're not getting anybody special. We, yeah, we are, are in a rotation right now. Yeah, are we saving players for bigger games, or are we trying out the young kids to see if they can surplant the person in front of them? Mm, or is that the same thing? I don't know. Because if you put Krylock as a starter, that's not a young kid um, up top. Because I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, that would make sense. Because Moose would not be in, and Krylock would not be in. You know, you'd put a Jockison up there. You would probably put. Yeah, I don't know. Else well, you'd you'd put Jockison. Well, up we there. have we've have a massive <clears throat> amount of games in May, and we have even more coming up in June. We've got uh, so we had a game on Saturday. We have a game on Wednesday. We have a game on Saturday. We have a game on Wednesday. Have a game on Saturday. So there's massive amounts of games and because of the league's cup and a little bit more of a compressed schedule early on. So I think it's really uh, positive on the positive side, having players to be played 25 players so far this season and having the ability to rotate those players and they're all stepping up, but we've got a long way to go Mm -hmm. to be a, you know, MLS cup or somebody that people are going to be worried about at the end of the season, which, you know, we were last year and the year before a little bit. Um, but we need to get to the point where we're way above the playoff line for most of the season and not yeah, way not, below the playoff season. Right but I think it. we're trending in that direction, but I don't see us trending higher. I think this is where we're going to be. We're going to be a team that plays relatively well, gets some results a little bit but we could we could see uh, another streak of three or four games where we don't win anything because we're playing against better teams and we have a lot of good players we don't have a ton of great players and i'm curious to know who's great uh i think great would be Savarino. okay in talent wise maybe not he's our highest paid player highest paid player makes sense Gomez is showing signs of life. Gomez would be number two. And then I think you have players like uh, Glad and Silva and Vera who have shown well. Although Glad's not had the season that he's had in the past. Right. He's had some mistakes that have been costly. He got the yellow card, which was a very nice, very nice yellow card at the end of the first half. It looked like, oh, that's not a yellow. And they show the replay and it's just like. Oh yeah, man! That, that, that'll leave a mark. <laughs> That's gonna leave a mark. So, well, um, and, and and going back to like, who do we sign? Right, like for every Honey Mukhtar, 
right? MVP style candidate that you bring in to hopefully boost your team. There's a uh, what's that guy's name? Bernard Bernadersky Bernadeski. The vape man. The vape man from Toronto, who, you know, <laughs> he he's an excellent player, and when he's on, he's wildly entertaining. The entertainment value goes way up with him on the field, but because he's controversial at best or maybe not your typical player um, or typical work ethic for a player of that skill level then you know the only thing worse than not having a DP is having a DP who's not all in mm-hmm. right that that would be worse so if you're out there thinking that you know it would be great if we signed a DP if we got the wrong DP it's actually worse than having no DP true it can be. And another good example is Shakiri in Chicago. Eight million bucks. Right. Although Chicago or Chicago did have a pretty good game against New England. They're up two nothing and then boom. I was uh watching that game for a little bit. New England came back and they've got this this forward who looks really good. I can't remember uh, his name. Oh uh, starts with a B. Bobby Wood is that yeah, is Bobby that the Wood. one? Yeah, yeah. He scored We the- should have signed him. <laughs> They they ended up picking up two goals really quick, and it ended Shoot. up two two going into halftime, and then the game ended at three three. But Shakiri is like eight million bucks, and Chicago is still and results wise not getting it. Turning it around, they started off horrible, like a lot of teams, and getting better. But Speaking of that, Montreal jumped up into ninth place, above the playoff line, and they were below us. There's nine spots for the playoffs. Yeah, I think eight first, nine eight nine is first one gets is a buy is a playoff play in. Yeah, they're doing the play in game. LeBron oh. inspired him to do a play in game. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there have been some good additions to the team, especially the draft picks. Jockison and Anelli have really. But what's up been, with Paul? We gave him like one or two chances, and then he's out. I think with this team, with Pablo Mastroini, there is, I think he leans a little bit, for me personally, not knowing anything, but just guessing and following the team. I think he might lean a little bit too far on the show me what you got in practice side. And then. What? We should, go, we should go watch a practice. Yeah, we Before will. Before we start, we yeah. keep saying. No, I'm this. just saying, just like not knowing anything, this would be my. Not knowing you're, anything. You're, your this would be my theory. My guess is that as an avid I, fan, I as an avid fan, as a random avid fan, my guess is go. that that Pablo Mastorani puts a lot of um, emphasis on how you do in practice, and maybe not even how you actually play in practice. Your attitude of practice, how you your effort. teammate, your effort, which and who knows, maybe some players. I think some players we have seen that don't adjust adjust well to major league soccer, but. Others do. So when people are saying, why isn't uh, this young player getting getting minutes? Maybe it has to do with that, a little bit more with that player than their talent. And I think that's shown with Elijah Jasper, Paul. like Jasper Loffelson. And just looking at the positives, not knowing, you know, I don't know what the other players are, aren't getting playing time, not trying to cast aspersions or anything. But I think if you look at Anelli and Jockison and Jasper, and uh, Hidalgo, and even Brody last year, even though he's not a young kid, he's 28. 28. Mm-hmm. But their effort and their determination to be on the team kind of has earned them spots, I would guess. And maybe if 
there's there's other players that aren't getting those spots. I think Diego Luna is the obvious the <laughs> obvious uh, question, but he's gone, and I don't know if uh, maybe he the thought process was well, we're going to miss him. We could miss him up to ten games, and so let's not put him in. Let's give him a, a little bit of time, get him acclimated before he goes away, and instead of maybe having a player that you were you're relying on early on and then ha- knowing he's going to be gone. So why not acclimate him and then really give him a shot after he comes back from the World Cup when we have more time to get him into the team? Well, and I, I like the youth movement. Um, I like the idea, and I like that Gavin Beavers is on our bench and had a you know a spot to jump into this game at 18 years old. <laughs> you know, like he's, he's still very young. Um, after him, it's, uh, Moses Nyman with the, you know, he hasn't really played much. He's Has been he playing got into one Monarchs. game? Okay. Did he get into a real game? Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, he, he does he have was, a real contract. He was, he was in, uh, he was in the bench. He was not, he hasn't played yet. Okay. And then Luna, who has five appearances, um, with no starts. And then Gomez, who's still 20. Gomez is another example of a young player coming in and making an impact. 14 matches played, eight starts. And then Paul, he's 20 still, four matches played, one start. And then Bodie Davis, or it says Davis on this, but Hidalgo. And then Jackson. So, like, that's a lot of young kids right there. But then it's Pierre and Ojeda are next, and they're still 22. So that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of youth on the team. And as long as they can, you know, like, I, I don't mind Ojeda on that turn. Like, you, you can't cover everything, right? Like, yeah. for me, Ojeda is one of these bright, shining, up-and-coming guys. And hopefully we, we can retain him <laughs> and, and keep him for less than the $4 million that they originally thought. But Well, I, we don't know what the number is. That's yeah. just Taylor Twelman uh, said something when they were talking, I guess, in the playoffs last year and in the last season. Yep. That that could be the number, but maybe it gets negotiated down. Yeah, because um, he's still young. Because then Ameka Anelli's next at 23. So even though Anelli just got here and he's he came through the college ranks and Ojeda's been a pro for four years, you know, like they're the same age. <laughs> so Yeah, th- there's some good building blocks that they've brought in of players that could and should be participating and contributing to the team for a long time to come. The next step, though, is they've got to get figure out how they're going to play. Are they going to play, continue to play like this? Then if they're going to do this, then maybe they do need to upgrade the midfield just a little bit. Because I don't know. There's a lot of love for Jasper Loffelson, but I just don't know if he's a guy that you can count on for five years to really – is he going to be the defensive destroyer in the back in that in that in uh, how we play or – yeah, is, is he going to be a guy that can go forward? Because that's where RSL struggles the most is when they get the ball close to the goal. Yeah, and he's basically the same age as Justin Glad. Lawfulson is so he's already twenty six or twenty five and change. He's like a month younger than Glad, even though Glad's been a professional for a long time, and this is his what second year. You know what I mean? So sometimes you forget because you know college and. Some kids start at 16, and you know what I mean? Like, There's a lot that can go on. but And th- 
we might be singing a totally different tune about, hey, all these guys are great if we had that nine or a couple of players up top that were putting the ball in the back of the net consistently besides just Savarino. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I guess we got to talk about McMath going down. Yeah, that was your player, Boxall. My boy. Pushing yeah. glad. Yeah. And I never saw it. I didn't get to see it. You didn't see that one? Uh-uh. Yeah, he gave him a good old shove in the back, and then glad kind of, you know, obviously when you get pushed, you kind of... What, what pump you know, chest? He, <laughs> yeah, I'm pumping out my chest, but I'm trying to, like, describe that. Where you get shoved in the back and you're running away, you know? And so he kind of falls awkwardly and just hits McMath enough that it throws him off balance enough that he lands on his face. He clonks the back of his head. Yeah, he, like, landed funky so that he... See, Boxall comes in, pushes Glad, and then he he just kind of rolls backwards, loses his feet, and... And instead of rolling over his shoulder, he rolled over his head. Yeah, and he got the whip flash. Yeah. So kind of landed on his... The back of his head. And does Boxall get a yellow? No. Are you serious? Yeah. It seemed like he should have. Yeah, I mean, that's a flat-out... For sure. That's why I say he's always angry. It's a flagrant. It's like when, uh, what's his name, caught the ball? Like when it was going... Oh, Chiellini? It's like that. You're like, that's the... No, that that can't be the result of... That's not... I mean, that's not fair, right? I hate to say that because I tell my kids never to say that. But, you know, I don't think that's a, a... just outcome for the levy that he threw into Glad. Yeah, and it seems like it's more of like a freak accident than. Well, yeah, it's you just how he went down. Yeah, it wouldn't. Ex- there wasn't enough in it, and but the outcome was. Yeah. Not was definitely was and you can't review it because it wasn't a goal scoring opportunity, and it wasn't a red cardable offense. So, we end up, and then after this, you know, we had the our goal, their goal. And then we had a late goal by Musowski we talked about, which was a foul. And But should should McMath have come off there? That is a great question. Um, I know they're focusing on concussions, but what do you think, Brandon? I think I think uh, I want Beavers. That's just play him? Yeah, I think I just want Beavers to play. Just let McMath rest and well, like after, slowly come back and Well, we've seen we're seeing all these little chinks in his armor. Like these little mistakes that he keeps making. Like it, if you watch that that goal that they made that's an easy block, like super easy. He, McMath, if mm-hmm. he if he just kind of kicks yeah, his foot out he, a little bit, he doesn't pay attention and he chooses to go to the right instead of go, guarding the goal side or whatever. And if he would have chose goal side and just stayed big, that ball doesn't go off of the goal post; it just goes out for a corner kick. Yeah. And so it's like you just see all these little baby mistakes that he makes. And, like, that, like what game was it where I was talking about how he didn't even get off the ground? There was a yeah. game where, like, he was going to Was jump. it LAFC where they scored a lot of goals? Scored a lot of goals? Well, yeah, there was one where, like, they put it up top corner, but if he would have actually elevated, he would have been able to block. And it's like, right. yes, he's got experience, but maybe we need more talent like Ochoa, you know? Well, not. No. Not, no. I meant. I meant I Turns meant, out he's available. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I don't mean his antics and his personality. I mean his his skill in the goal. I I think McMass, one of his biggest weaknesses is he guesses a lot. Mm -hmm. And 
I think if he just, like you said, if he stays big and a, a little bit longer, maybe he makes some of these saves. But like I think there, I think it was, uh, was the LAFC? LAFC game where they it was one of the Vela goals or something where it went across or Buanga. Yeah. And if he stays big and then leaps, he probably he might get a hand on it. Yeah. But I, I think that's his one. One of the, one of his weaknesses is he tends to guess a lot. Goalies guess a lot, but if you guess too much, then and players know that little fake a what down you go and yeah, then they can easily either chip it over you or just kick it right at you. And it's easy to kick it at the goalie. Like but I, as a finisher, like you come in on goal, it's easy to kick it at the goalie, and especially if they're diving out of the way, that's the easiest goal there is. But for McMath, I think. I'm glad he came out at halftime. Yeah, if he if, if he wasn't feeling it. Yeah, and most players, a lot of players, nobody wants to come off. They everybody wants to play. They are being a little more proactive, a lot more proactive on, on concussions. So yeah. maybe the adrenaline kicks in. He sticks it out. He doesn't feel like it, but the effects go in. You sit down, you relax, and because it happened in about the 35th minute, so about 10 minutes to halftime. And so yeah, maybe the the effect. Kind of got worse as it went along, and as after you sit down, it's kind of like when you go and do something, and you feel like, oh yeah, I haven't rode a bike for a while, or do something, and then you sit down, and it's the next day where it's like you wake up, my legs don't work. uh (laughs) Yeah, but I think kudos to them for making the sub at half if if he was if he was still having some effects from the concussion. Mm -hmm. Nice to see Beavers come in. One of the things you want to avoid, though, is playing young players too soon because you can really ruin their confidence. Yeah, and and uh, hopefully, uh, judging by his performance, I mean, it was solid, which is what you need from a goalie. You need a solid goalkeeper. So, Well, let's get to halftime. That was a really bad whistle. Uh, yeah, that's Sorry. terrible. I'd like to apologize to everyone. I'm going to blow this whistle. <gasps> Do it. What is it, the Fox 40? Fox 40. That was almost worse than mine. Well, it's way. Do you know what that sounded like? Church ball. (laughs) (laughs) I got another technical in church ball. Come on, Brent. We do a podcast together, man. Calm down. Well, you know that's like every good church ball ref. You practice that T move, giving somebody a technical in the mirror. (laughs) T. That's a T for you. Technical. You're out of here. So you just got like pop the one hand on top of the other. Pow, pow, technical. <laughs> Go talk to the bishop. <laughs> oh, good time. So we're at halftime. Well, it's kind of like, a little more lax at halftime, Brennan. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing with uh, soccer officials who pack, practice whipping out that red card with a little flick on the end. Yeah, yeah. it's like the umps that practice their strikes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So anyway, halftime orange slices. You both look at me. <laughs> Brennan will be talking now. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll go. I'll get mine. I will say Silva. I thought Silva played well, especially when you don't talk about him. Mm-hmm. Center backs. If you don't, if you don't have anything to say about center backs in during the game, then they've done their job. Yeah, isn't that great? But I'll give uh, Silva, I think it's his second game back, and he's, he looks like he's back to being solid, which really makes that back line even better. I'm excited to see what Silva and Vera do together because Glad with that yellow card had 
the accumulation, and he will get to watch the game with us. He'll be sitting right next to us. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to guard Ricky Puigs. So my orange slice went to, went to Silva. Good Sweet. Choice. I'll go with Musovsky. I love how he um, randomly just will steal the ball. Like, I love his defensive effort. I love how he he's kind of like the bees of our new team. Since we don't have a bees anymore, you know, because Beasley's gone. If he, if he grows a mustache, he's gonna have a stalker oh, real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, if Musovsky grows a stash, I'll have to ask for his autograph. But uh, no, I, I love the effort he puts in. I, I know it's not always like the effort that everybody wants to see. They want people sprinting everywhere, and you know, but it's really smart movement. It, I, I it like is. the way he plays smart, but not crazy and out of control um you know solid really good passer and he gets upset when he misses yeah like you don't see that there's some like, passion behind it yeah, yeah. yeah i love that i agree with that yeah like they call the foul on him around the 40th minute i still have no idea what that foul was for but um the ball like popped up and hit the defender in the face and then the ref was like yeah, that had to be a foul of some kind. I think it was a Brant foul where you just call the foul to kind of calm everybody down kind of yeah. foul. Yeah. yeah like, it, it, I don't know who to call it. In soccer, you don't, like, get fouls, right? And then my favorite part was when he knocked over. It wasn't box elves, that was their center defender. And then just slotted the ball home like he didn't touch him. Love it. Love it. Nice left foot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good with both feet. Uh, <laughs> this is a really long. Yep. Uh, it was that kind I'm, of that kind of game. I'm gonna give it to um, Anelli and Ruiz. I think they were the power subs of the game. Um, that's really a foul, though. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't a foul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a foul because the ref said it was a foul. Okay. All right. That's so dumb. But, uh, yeah, I think Anili and Ruiz are really changed the game. Um, it felt like when Ruiz came in, everybody was a little bit more calm in the midfield. Um, uh, Montreal was having a little bit harder time moving up. Minnesota? Up or Montreal? Oh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota. Sorry, yeah. I forget. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it. Yeah. So it's it felt like when they came in, it really helped the team. And I don't know if it was fresh legs and their demeanor, but... I think it really impacted the game for us to close it out with a draw, which is good. Um, yeah. Especially on the road. You want to get get those draws. It would have been nice to get a win. That would have given us like nine points in the last three games or so. But RSL's on a on a, on a decent run. Uh-huh. So. Well, we might look back on this and call this a tear. We could, yeah, we could be. <laughs> if if we start getting some really poor results going forward, this was our tear. But the nice part about it is we were also doing this, playing solidly, I would say. Also, while making a cup run. Look at us. Yeah. U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. And LAFC lost to LA Galaxy, so we have a chance to win the next game, too. Yes, yeah. right LA, now we're just... Wait, LAFC lost? Yeah, to LA Galaxy. Galaxy. Of course, they played like their kids. Yeah. Like their actual kids. Like there was four and five-year-olds out there, and LA Galaxy still only beat them one nothing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was two. I thought they got a late one. Maybe not. 
It could have been two. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was two nothing. And they were playing Ricky Puig, Puj, Puig, Puig, Puig. And he did go like through three players for the first goal. I think it was. It was a really cool goal. But it was like against 16 and 17 year old. <laughs> it was against the, the kids. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't their starting center backs. We'll just say that. But so yeah, we have that. That's nice. Yeah. And uh, season ticket holders, they are given already given you your tickets. Yeah, for the LA Galaxy game because they want fans to be there, which I think is so cool. Like we should talk about how cool that is. From... It is so cool. So cool. I'm glad we're talking about this because well, it is cool. Agree? Concur? I think it was. It <laughs> See, we're talking so about cool. it. You know why? So cool. Because it's cool. Because we think it's cool. We watched. I watched the uh, Colorado versus. <laughs> we should repeat that a couple times for emphasis, though. Yeah. Don't you think? I'm absolutely. Only if it's, it's actually cool. <laughs> if it's it is cool. cool. <laughs> well, you watched the the RSL versus Colorado game, and there was, was literally empty. 300 fans there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, once you legalize weed, I mean, they got better priorities. <laughs> they got other stuff to do. Yeah, like those guys. Those guys uh, are running too fast, man. Uh, I don't like the way they run. So yeah, so season ticket holders got part of their uh, pass to the Open Cup, which is fantastic. And we will hopefully show up and and have a good result against LA Galaxy. Yeah, that's June seventh, seven thirty. Next at week. the riot. So we have two. We play LA Galaxy on this Wednesday and next Wednesday just for fun. Yeah. Yay! Back to back Wednesday games. Let's and, do it. And then I think uh, we How play. cool is that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> is it cool? Yeah, it's going to be cool. And this cool. Wednesday night against the Galaxy after the game, they are going to have a drone show. What is oh. a drone show? I think it's like fireworks, only drones. Whoa. So they'll make pictures and stuff in the air. That's with drones. So cool. Does it kick and one out of them less... has a one of them actually does have live ordinance, so it gotta be you have to pay attention. Yeah, absolutely. With those what? drones. A live what? Live ordinance. What does yeah. that mean? That's like it has a bomb. You, yeah. <laughs> ordinance? You know what I'm talking about? No. I mean I mean a if bomb? you if you played video games you'd know it. Like I drones, mean, like you yeah. know, in the military they have drones that are we with, don't even have with, to send people. With heavy anymore. ordinance. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe it's just a squirt gun. Who knows? But someone <laughs> squirt gun. That's no, what maybe, I would do. Maybe it's a water balloon. Is this That's like? What I would do. Is this like woke fireworks? Is that what that is? This is a drone show. Is this? Is it woke fireworks? Is I don't know. We'll find out. It's more yeah. eco friendly. Eco. That's what I'm saying. Is it? I mean, even though they had to, you know, mine all that cobalt in those countries and lithium to get the drones to <laughs> yeah, yeah to have all that. So other yeah. than well, that, the, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's eco friendly. Other than you know? enslaving people to get it, the yeah minerals well, we need. <laughs> that's the good thing about it is we go from the fossil fuels to the, the uh, renewables, minerals. and you don't have to change the workforce. Just move them you, over to the yeah, cobalt mines? Keep the kids going. Keep the kids going. Oh, that's so sad. No. Well, anyway, it's going to be a drone show. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the tough drone joke. show is... Tough joke. <laughs> yeah. But tough, hey, it was cool. Tough crowd. Tough it crowd. Cool. Tough cool. crowd. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here all week. Uh, and on Tuesday, uh, May 30th, the uh, World Cup charges on with Diego Luna and company and the U20s he said and the U20s uh, watch on Fox Sports Telemundo depending on who you who you watch who you talk to there's some people think oh he's had a really big impact and others are like he could do a little bit more but he has yeah. he has scored a goal he's somewhere in there and he's in between there i think yeah. he's i think he's right where he is with the Real Salt Lake yeah only like he could be impactful any second 
right? Mm-hmm. Any second, he could really make a difference. But And playing in the U-20, he has done a good job for the U.S. there. Yeah. Agreed. So moving on. We done with halftime? Stuff that's kind of irrelevant? Irrelevant? Kind of irreverent? Irreverent. Well, I think if we're going with irreverent, we got to go with Brennan. What do you got irreverent for us? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Irreverent. So it should be fun seeing what But yeah, Wednesday, LA Galaxy at America First Field, 7.30 kick. Yep. So in the second half, we had some subs. We had the early sub with McMath. Beavers came in, held his own. There was one play where... He kind of got a little bit out of position on when they came down the left side. Oh, is that where Silva blocked it? Silva came in and blocked it, but uh, A for effort. And then we had uh, Ruiz and Anelli come in for Loffelson and Hidalgo in the 59th minute, and Brennan talked about kind of holding down the midfield there. And Jockison came in for Crylock, and Jockison's really starting to show stuff. He's still a young player. He's still really young, but he is not lacking in confidence. Mm-hmm. But he is lacking in experience. He, he's still pretty raw. Well, everybody's got to start somewhere, okay? <laughs> everybody's got to start somewhere. If they got the talent, put them in. Just because uh, uh, agreed, they, they, they haven't been there yet. Well, it's not their fault that they haven't been there yet. Right. Let's give yeah. them some experience yeah. and see what they can really do. Throw them do, in right? there. You know, Crylock needs a break. You know, throw them in there. Let them play around. And did Crylock do anything? He got yeah, in Ojeda's way in the 50th minute. No, he ran. Did you see? Like, he was actually running. <laughs> Just before halftime. It was actually really nice. Um, but there was that breakaway with Loffelsund, where Loffelsund had the ball. Mo- uh, Moose was to the right, I believe. And then Crylock was to the left of him. And then I think somebody was also on the left. But um, if Loffelsund saw Moose and could send it, if he sent it, that would have been a go- goal-scoring opportunity. But because Krylock was directly in front of him and running at his pace, he was just paying attention to Krylock. And I was like, dang it. Yep. If he wasn't there, we could have had some better opportunities. And maybe if he was taller, he would have had better vision, huh, Brent? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Diminutive. We have a a diminutive team out there. But I do think that that's once we get that figured out, whether that's the players we currently have, finding the better pass. That, mm-hmm. because they seem to miss a lot of those. And you do it every game. But the better teams tend to find, create those opportunities. And RSL does play better Sorry, when they the kick people card. here and there. <laughs> oh, the yellow card for that. Because <laughs> you're watching that, like, oh, yellow card, then they show the replay. Yeah, it looked like he pulled his foot no, back at the even, end. You but... don't even need to do a replay, homeboy. <laughs> Oh boy, just wrecked him. Oh, what a view. This is yeah, incredible. Right in front of it. Crack. Kapow. <laughs> Kapow. Yeah. Then it's almost like he looked at him like, take that, sucker. <laughs> but I'm sure he said, dude, I'm so sorry. Accident was my fault. What's Krylock saying? I mean, come on, Krylock. What are you going to say? Krylock's like, he didn't kick him that hard. You're misremembering what ha- He's trying to gaslight him. Oh, I see. You ever try to gaslight a ref? No. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> I, I, I never talk to the ref. Oh, okay. Well, that's not the card you're looking for. <laughs> right. That's not the card. Oh, wait. Sorry. This is red. I, I meant yellow. There yeah. you go. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Gomez and Chang came in for Rubin and Musovsky. 
Chang in uh, the 73rd when Jockison came in for Crylock. What a terrible Irving. position. Didn't they put him on top? Chang? Yeah. I, I don't know. Because we were... he was up there all the time, and I, there was just nothing. Like, I mean, if you're going to hate on Rabin, you should slightly hate on Chang. Cause... Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, Rubin will, like, slash down the middle, and, like, he doesn't even get, like, a lucky bounce. Like, he doesn't even get, like, a lucky bounce goal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dude's showing up. The ball's pinging around. Like, somebody's got to clear it off his face one of these times, right? Well, there's like, something. We got <laughs> to get that, get a goal. I know. Come on, oh, man. He's putting in all the effort. Yeah. There's a term in baseball that uh, they call slump. Slump busters. Yeah. He needs and a slump good busting. Slump buster. You can lurk up the term. It can be very, some teams would take it very seriously, and you have to do. Some pretty crazy things. Some serious hazing opportunities arise yeah, from that. To uh, break that slump. But that's kind of where we are with the players up top for the most part. It's just we're missing that final better pass. Um, and they're just not just not common from the goal. Yeah. And when they are, they foul somebody and uh, then we don't get, it gets called back. <laughs> Moose. Hey, but at least we scored more goals than them. And then about in the, the yeah. <laughs> we scored both our goal and their goal. Yeah, should we, we should win so, like one and a half to point five. Yeah, you should get 1.5 points for that if you scored their other team's goal. Well, then they get 1.5. We should two to one. Okay. Anyway, uh, Pablo Reese had a lo- another nice free kick. Yeah. That clinged really off the post. I don't know. Um, St. Pierre might have had it covered if it was, but it would have been close, especially with the, it's kind of like that first goal, the, the own goal. One of the things that made it so difficult was the fact that he hit it hard. Mm-hmm. Like he crushed it, and I think that's the same with Ruiz's goal that bounced off the ball off the post. If it's on goal a little bit more, maybe Pierre gets a hand on it, but it still goes in. Mm-hmm. Wait, Pierre? Who's Pierre? Saint Pierre, isn't that his name? You the mean goalie? Claire? Saint, Saint Claire. Claire. Right? Isn't Saint it Saint Clair? I don't know. It's Pepe Le Pew. I don't care. E. Claire? Pierre is on our team, dude. He, he made the bench. I had the... I had a Pierre's run. on our team, dude. You know, E. Claire's are so... You know, like, they're just... They make you feel bad. They make you feel bad? Yeah, they're disappointing. Because you eat pudding well, and you're like, donut, oh, yeah, this is going to be like, like delicious uh-huh. cream on the inside, chocolate on the top. And then every E. Claire I've ever eaten, it's like... It feels like the... Whatever the bread is, is like very stale. And then the cream is not that wonderful. And there's too much of it. It's kind of like cheesecake. You shut up right now. You shut well, your filthy mouth. Cheesecake <laughs> is the best thing on this planet. Well, I love cheesecake. It's the right kind of cheesecake. But we have. went to, this is when we were in uh, West United. We went up to the, the UISA meeting up in uh, Heber. General, General, General meeting. meeting. Yeah. yeah. And we were up in Heber. At, uh, what's the place that has the, the homestead up there? Around the homestead, one of the hotels around the home. Anyway. Yeah, you got it, dude. You're right there. Yeah. Go, we go to Has a dinner. crater. There's a crater there. Yeah. Keep going. That you can dive in. Yeah. What's it go called? Ahead. The homestead crater you can dive in. I don't know. <laughs> it's literally called the homestead crater. <laughs> he's so close, though. I don't want to die. He's like, he's got it. He'll find it. Anyway, we go to dinner. No. Dessert comes out. What is it's it? It's right by Zermont. Come on, dude. That's where we were staying in Zermont, I think. Oh, dang it. I gave it to you then. And they bring out the dessert, and it's cheesecake. Best cheesecake I have ever had. And kind of ruined cheesecake because uh, I have never yeah. found a cheesecake that 
was uh, as good as that one. Cheesecake Factory pumpkin oh, cheesecake. Yeah. They were well, like it was five so or ten of them. Fresh. So good. It was just so good. But anyway. Was that classic New York? I can't or remember. Strawberry? I just remember it was good. And every cheesecake I've had since is just like, you compare it to that one. Oh, this Doesn't one do is, it. This is dry. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. You could probably have the world's best eclair, and you're still going to be like, that's the same I'm thing. Still you, not going to eat the other eclairs. You have one good one, and then you expect them all to be good. And, and what I'm saying is, even the best eclair can't match up to an average cheesecake. And then Brody got wiped out too. There. <laughs> oh yeah, and Pablo got a yellow for it. So, second half, um, well played, right? Would you say it was well played game, and was a draw deserved, or should one team have picked up a couple of points, a couple more points? Yeah, I think it was deserved. I think the uh, result was the same. I think it's uh, a, a tough place to play, Minnesota, which is good for them. You know, they've kind of created a little bit of a fortress up there. And, you know, it's, it's a stadium I'd really like to see. Yeah. Allianz Stadium. Is that what you call yeah. it? Yeah. It'd be a great place to go see a game. It, it looks like, it, I mean, it's all state of the art. It's, what, three or four years old? Not, not, not old at all. And, uh, it's good to see some fire in Pablo too, you know, from a coaching standpoint. Oh, see him you know getting what's, all. What's really annoying? The way he chews his gum. Like <laughs> my gosh, it's like a cow eating hay, man. It's just. <laughs> he could so, do a lot better with that for sure. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh, yeah, dude definitely dude, not his best trait. The job movement chewing. on that is just insane. Like, he look, even when he's talking to somebody, he's mouth wide open, chewing, having a conversation. He just and, talked to the ref for so long on that play. I'm like, what are you still talking about, dude? Did you did you start like, dude? Are those cleats comfortable? Like. Because you, you run differently as a ref than you do as like a player. You don't have to cut as much and stuff. You have to oh. do a lot of running, but it's mostly jogging and then sprinting and then standing. So I'm wondering if they were talking about cleats and like, yeah, okay, you got the yellow card right, but, you know, are those cleats comfy? I think he called them boots, and that's what their conversation was. They're like, oh, are and you then he's like, here? wait, boots? <laughs> we're not in England. <laughs> So we end up with a 1-1 draw and a well-earned point on the road. We had, I think Minnesota had some chances to steal, steal two points and make a three, and we had a couple of opportunities as well. So And they were down a couple players. Uh, Lude was out, and um, they still don't have their DP back that toasted us oh, last Reynoso. year. Oh, Reynoso. Yeah, that, that's an interesting story too because I don't know that he – He's been away, but I don't know if he had like permission to be away. Yeah, like he never came back at the start of the season. <laughs> you remember when we were like, "Where's Ruiz? Why is he not back yet?" And then we're like, "Oh, it was you know immigration issues. He's getting his green, green card, card, all that stuff. Visa. Like, okay, that makes sense. But Reynoso's was not that thing. So, so but it, supposedly he's he's coming back and he's a heck of a player. Yeah. So. Hopefully he just never resigns and uh, we're good. I think in the in the uh, I think yeah, in the Silva. Silva welcome welcome back to MLS play Silva. Yeah, but I think we play Minnesota relatively soon. Looking at the schedule in the next couple of weeks again. Probably that's how the season's gone. Back to back games against teams. So scores around the league Saturday night. Montreal beat Miami one to nothing. New England and Chicago three to three, which uh, had some great goals. NYCFC lost one to three, three to one to Philly, Orlando and Atlanta one to one. Toronto beat DC United two to one. Houston 
Corey Baird, RSL. Not in this game, but he had a hat trick in the the U.S. Open Cup. Oh, did he? Yeah. Dang. And then, they weren't prepared for Baird's one good move, huh? No, no, no. He, yeah, he put not. several on him. And I think he also had an assist in that game, too. Uh, Houston beat Atlanta, or Austin, 2-1. to one. Austin's kind of struggling. Yeah, they're right with us, so. St. Louis City, 3-1 to one over Vancouver. St. Louis is kind of, I expect them to probably end up 3-4. They're three doing great, man. They're doing really well. Well put together team. Yeah. Uh, the crap has lost 0-1 to one to Cincy, who is just having a stunning season. Yeah, they they're are, real good. They are leading. They're like five, six points ahead in the shield race. The what shield race? The Keep going. We're shield. almost there. Supporter shield. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't do back-to-back. Thanks, Same Dad. Jokes. And the Galaxy lost 0-1 to one to Charlotte. Thanks, Justin Miram. And we won't see Chicharito, which kind of has me concerned. Why? Why does that have you concerned, host of RSL Random Fan Podcast? Why would you be concerned? Well, it's kind of like... He's not Ch- even on our team. Chicharito tends, like to, a, tends to score on us, find a way to uh, score on us. Yeah. But also when teams lose their best player, what happens? They Ooh. usually play everybody else steps, steps up. up for yeah. a game or two and plays well. So I'm expecting a hard-fought, fun game on Wednesday night. San Jose and FC Dallas, 1-1 draw. And Seattle beat New York Red Bull. Uh, one to nothing, and on Sunday Portland went up one to nothing against Kansas City, and then proceeded to give up four more goals, and lost four to one against like you do. Kansas City, and Nashville beat Columbus three to one with that honey muktar, honey muktar, honey muktar, put honey the game away muktar. for him. That was a really difficult goal. <laughs> I think only uh, you know Severino could do that on our team, and even then, I'm like maybe. But like you say, Honey Mukhtar, right? Best DP signing probably ever. I think we're all jealous and want that guy on our team, basically is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, he, he is a difference maker. <laughs> so then RSL plays this Wednesday, uh, May 31st, 7.30 p.m. against the Galaxy. Then uh, uh, they go away on Saturday. They come back the next Wednesday. What are we looking at? I looked it up earlier. Yeah, Austin, right? Austin. Austin on away. June third, and then June seventh, we're back against the the Galaxy again. So Galaxy, Austin in Austin, and then back at the Galaxy. Here, I mean here, both here, not at Galaxy. At All right, so right. Wow, time out, time yeah. for the, the come month. on Crawley update. Come on, Luton Town. <laughs> so come on, Crawley update. Wait, you got to retell that story though. Okay, so we'll we'll start with the playoffs, right? So. Championship playoff, Coventry versus Luton Town. Luton Town goes up one nothing. I watched this game. I'm not a Luton Town fan. But you've been but to I, a game. I will root for them because it's a hilarious story. So Luton Town beats Coventry in penalty kicks. And go watch that on ESPN three. That's the way you take penalty kicks. Yeah. It ended up six to five Luton Town. Every single one of our, them except for the last one that the Coventry player tried to roof in and kinda Skipped off the crossbar and out, and Luton Town will be playing with in the Premier League next season. So, 2016, I went to a Crawley Town game while we were in in England. I don't have a Premier League team. Couldn't find a game to go because it seemed like every all the teams in the South were playing in the North, mm-hmm. and uh, we looked at playing some of the teams in London, and 
man, that's expensive. There's like five of us at the time. It was like six, seven, eight hundred bucks to go to the game. It's like, man, I don't. You weren't there. Nope. And Sam wasn't there. I think Arsenal was playing up north anyway. Sam was there, and so we just picked uh, a team close because I wanted to go and get it an authentic English soccer game experience. Yeah. And I thought, well, this, we found Crawley Town. Didn't know anything about either team. Didn't know a thing. So we go to the game. I said, all right, whoever wins this game, I'm going to be, they're going to be my team, and I'm going to watch them move up the ranks into the Premier League. So about halfway through the game, Crawley Town won the game 2 nothing. <laughs> but about halfway through, like halfway at halftime, I'm like, screw it. This is my team. I love I this. I love this Crawley team, yeah. Tiny stadium, 7,000-seat stadium. And yeah. And Luton Town has a... Luton Town was well. a huge stadium, ten thousand seats. So yeah, yeah, then, that's a whole different. So struggle, my team, Crawley yes. Town, which I love, still in League Two, and Luton Town has proceeded to move up back to the Premier League. They haven't ever played in the Premier League, but they did play in the top level. So they're back in the top level. They're back in the top but level, first time in the Premier League. And Crawley Town has never been above. They've been to League One. Really, that's as high as they've been. But they but they did League One Championship Premier League. They for didn't those of you listening actually on enter the EFL, so it still counts. Until how far in do they go? Also, 2010 or 11. There was one player who went with them from the whole way. Oh, I know, Luton I saw that Town, guy uh, all the way to the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, so and he... watch them cut cut. Him. Well, they'll probably <laughs> cut him right now that they made the Premier League. But I don't think. But so. also. Uh, Luton Town's keeper, Ethan Horvath. Yeah. USA. So Horvath, back-to-back years, has helped the team win in shootout, penalty shootout, and get promoted to the Premier League. Who was it last year, like Nottingham Forest? Yeah, Nottingham Forest. He was in goal because the guy got hurt, and then he subbed in. Oh, really? And played the the end overtime and uh, penalty kicks, and then he did the same thing with Luton Town this year. He, he didn't sub in. He was already in. But so, uh, but he yeah, so didn't I'm, block a single penalty. No, they weren't the even close. The guy just missed. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even close. They were good penalties. Oh, yeah. It was like everybody made all their penalties, and then finally somebody missed. So them. I feel totally responsible for Luton Town being in the Premier League because if I had picked crawl, picked them. They would have still be in League they, 2. They'd still be in League 2. Fighting for their lives against, <laughs> against Wrexham. Because it really matters. It does. What Brent did. It does. To make this happen. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, in the universe. Yeah, yeah. in the cosmics. I watched that, that and the Wasp. Uh, okay. My goal was to pick a team and watch them go to the Premier League. And, and it worked. Guess wrong. Guess wrong. But I'm right, a Crawley also. Town fan. I don't care. I don't like Luton Town's colors. You know? What are they? They're like this weird like white. and The goalie jersey looks cool, though, with the purple. and. Oh, so, yeah, that's yeah, different. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. They were, and they're called the Hatters. That's her name. <laughs> the Mad Hatters. That's actually kind of cool. And then in League One, to go to the to playoffs, Sheffield played Barnsley. Sheffield, uh, Barnsley got a red card, which was kind of controversial, but kind of not. Uh, a few minutes before, they should have probably got a, a penalty kick, and it wasn't given. Um, and then following, there was a rough play out in the middle of the field, and they're one of their main players like in the 48th minute. In the right in the start of the second half, get the red card, and then they battled all the way. It was I think it was zero zero 
Might have been zero zero this one. Till the very end. They battle to the very end, and Sheffield gets a cross in in the one hundred and twenty ninth minute, like one twenty nine and thirty something seconds. <laughs> they send in a cross, and a Sheffield United player heads it in the goal, and they avoid penalty kicks. And Sheffield is headed back up to the championship, and in the League Two playoff. So both Sheffield and Sheffield United both were promoted. In well, the I think same it was Sheffield year. Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday both got promoted in the same season. I have to double check. I think it's Sheffield Wednesday that was in League One. I just typed that wrong. No, that's what I'm saying. Sheffield United's back in the Premier League. They got promoted from oh, okay. the mm. the championship. Right? It was them and Barn and uh what's that one? B? Burnley? Burnley, yes. And then the then uh, the third team was Luton Town that won the playoff. And then in the League Two playoff, Carlisle <laughs> beat Stockport, and that one went one. It was one to one. They went to PKs as well. Yep. And Carlisle is now headed out to League One. So those were the playoffs, and then we had the last game of the Premier League, and. Not a lot of drama, although Everton for a, at halftime yeah, was they were lo- they were they, tied and and uh, what was it? Leicester Leicester, Leicester. Oh. yeah because Leicester was thirty four points um, and Everton ended up with thirty six or something like that yeah and they had the tiebreaker too so Leicester would have stayed up but yeah at halftime Leicester was staying up Everton was going down because it was zero zero against Burnmouth and then Everton got a goal and. Oh, sweet goal, too. Yeah. That was a sweet goal. That was like a knuckleball. Yeah. And Leeds didn't bother to show up. Yeah, they pretty much were losing the whole game. I think it was the fourth minute the other team scored. No, Tottenham, Harry Kane scored like a minute 30 in. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Gosh, man, that guy's career is lasting longer than his hairline. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Every time I look at him, I'm like, dude, you have so much money. Go to Turkey for you know a week, come back, and you got yourself a David Beckham haircut. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that how they do it? Yeah. David Beckham had one done. Did you know that? Get the uh, scalp removed. Uh, Justin Miriam definitely has gotten one because that hairline is not natural. <laughs> so the Leeds, Southampton, Leeds, and Leicester all head down. I was really kind of hoping, rooting for Everton. They, do you know who holds the record for most consecutive uh, seasons in the top flight in England, in the Premier League? Man, you. Arsenal. Arsenal, 97. Yeah. 97 years in the top flight. Years. Consecutive. And then to do all that work wow. just to be second. I know. That's crazy. So second was Everton. Oh, really? 69 years. So now they're going into their 70th consecutive year in the top flight. Manchester United is like 48. They got relegated in 76, 77, around yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And Tottenham is like 45. And then so it was really really fascinating interesting so who and then the more successful season arsenal or menu well they both got what? one finished second one finished third one has a cup one's in a final for another cup the other one is not one of them got rid of ronaldo one of them didn't <laughs> well if you're if you're ronaldo yeah you need to get rid of him because he's already uh, causing problems over at Al-Masar. oh yeah he was upset because uh, yeah. they didn't they didn't they, his team lost yeah the in the other team, I can't remember how it starts with an L or something, mm-hmm. won the title with a game to go, and Ronaldo was not happy. Really? Yeah, dude, he's turning he into a diva. He likes to win? 
Really? Diva. A diva. He just wants to win. That, huh? that is so surprising yeah, that mm. uh, Ronaldo Well, no, it's not win. about the wanting to win. Because it's like, yeah, if you want to win, you know, there's ways to go about it. But now it's like, it's an ego. Like, he right. has to win. And it's not about, oh, I have to win at the highest level. No, it's like, I just have to win. Right. So that way I can say I, I did stuff. You can kind of tell the divas. I have a, a special way that I, you can kind of tell if someone's a diva or not. And usually it's, you know, the eyebrows. The eyebrows. Somebody that... The puts eyebrows, yeah. that amount of work into their eyebrows. <laughs> a football player that puts that amount of work into their eyebrows. It's got diva written all over it. Yeah, and then so uh, Man City got docked no points, so they won the Premier League because they're scared of the oil money. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah. what a bunch of cheaters! Uh, and then the well, Bundesliga. Did you they, watch that? To be fair, they didn't technically cheat in any game they just cheated on the rules of buying and selling players so Which, i don't want you to think that we think that their players are cheaters just the people involved in signing the, just the whole damn team <laughs> yeah just the whole team just the whole organization the is the people we well, don't they said like. that they're gonna they're still ongoing so like another yeah, year like or two. Pep, you know. Yeah, all that. They're it's, all... it's easy to coach the, when you get the best players in the world. They're so much easier to coach. I mean, don't get me wrong. Pep is a genius, though. Yeah, he's good. But, um, yeah, like it's it's fully, they're going to they're gonna probably take away trophies. It's kind of like Phil. What's his name from the, in basketball? Coached the... Oh, Phil the, Jackson. Phil Jackson coached the, coached the Bulls. Coached the Bulls. And yeah. Then the coached Lakers. the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. How hard is it? It's harder not to win titles. Yeah. When, with teams like that. Uh, but sometimes it happens. And in the Bundesliga, all Borussia Dortmund had to do was beat Mainz 05, which is a team I follow. See, once again, you are good. just controlling the universe. I am. Not that good. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they can't. They give up two goals, and then they get one back, which Gio Reyna could have been a part of history, or at least the breaking of history. But nope, nope. They lost. And, and so, as a result, Bayern Munich left it late. Though they didn't score until like the eighty-eighth minute. I think it was a one-to-one. Yeah, the oh, the drama. They've won it eleven years in a row now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Germany. Yeah, Germany. That's the thing about I like Germany. promotion and relegation, but really the excitement. If you if these other leagues actually had a, like a salary cap, an actual salary cap, you wouldn't see those those teams dominate year after year after year. Yeah. Well, Italy has some other problems too because they can't seem to get stadiums built like in England. So England has that partnership with um, a lot of the municipalities and stuff. And in Italy, they it, it's so bogged down in their government that they can't build stadiums, basically. Like there's two stadiums that house more than 40,000 people that aren't even in the top flight. The home team that plays there doesn't. They've dropped down, or in one case, they, they just moved to a different stadium. And so there's a couple stadiums that just sit empty in Italy. And it's so because of that, because they can point to that as an example of funds poorly spent, then it all, it all gets tied up in red tape. And so... I think a couple, Juve, I think, Juventus, right? Um, they have rebuilt their stadium, but they did it all with the owner's money. And so so that's why Italy hasn't been competing at the highest level in, like, um, Champions League and stuff. They haven't been as good over the last little bit. But 
it could be on the on the uh, backside now of that problem. And there's your boring stadium update by Tyler. <laughs> Everybody's falling asleep now. Major you League can wake Soccer up now and listen to the rest of the podcast. Major oh, League Soccer announced their thirtieth team is going to be in San Diego, not the San Diego Loyal, which Landon Donovan, the name on the MVP for Major League Soccer, that trophy, is not part of that team. So, five hundred million dollars to buy into Major League Soccer. Wow. And I think they do it just to make people on Twitter mad. Yeah. The promotion relegation guys. That uh, a couple of these guys, that's all they do is point out, oh, wouldn't it be great if we had promotion and relegation? No. Oh, MLS sucks. Well, if you want promotion and relegation, you need to support the only league that has survived this long in the United States. What other league was there? The NASL and some other. They had some other leagues earlier. The In recent memory, perhaps in the 20s and 30s, soccer did a little bit better, but to do what Major League Soccer has done since 1996 is simply amazing. And it really is. Yeah. We still have a long, long way to go. Yep. But the only way we get promotion relegation is probably by Major League Soccer getting to a point where they've got so many teams and we've built the infrastructure that if you get relegated, you're not going down to play the San Diego Loyal in their 7,000-seat stadium. Or, you know, Luton Town, that's going to be hilarious. I cannot wait. Yeah, I don't think they can have games there. I was reading an article that said that they don't have enough places for cameras, for enough cameras to even house. Well, I think there's a, a, a game, a league game. I think they have. Um, so they have to build out this infrastructure just to get space for cameras in the. Well, in I the think stadium. they have. I think you have the time frame to do that. So, but there are so. rules. Kenilworth, if you look it up, Kenilworth Road is hilarious. Yeah, like you actually. The, the away stand is the oak stand, and the entrance is like in a row of houses. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to go through the apartment buildings. Yeah, I saw a video of them going up the stairs. They go up the stairs. you can yeah. see people's like, backyards. Yeah. Check it out. That's some serious homework for you right there. That's good stuff. So anyway, what are, we, what are your thoughts on LA Galaxy? Are we getting a win on Wednesday? Yep. No. What? Oh, I mean, yeah, we're getting a win, man. <laughs> there we go. We're going to do it. We're going to take it to them. We're taking it. They're going to get it. All yeah. right. So thank you Thanks for listening. For the insight, also, man. the ref was kind of crappy this game. Oh, I got to admit, I really didn't like the ref. It was just his pink shirt that you well, didn't I, like. I, think, I don't pink. mind the pink shirt. Um, I just think some of the fouls that he was calling were kind of dumb. They yeah. were kind of too soft and not right. Didn't have, I don't think he had too much of an effect on the game at all. I mean, I think there was some pretty. 10 fouls on Minnesota, times. 11 fouls on us. But were See, those fouls? It seemed balanced. Yeah, there's just some key points but, that would have been better. You know, he stopped the play for that whole Silva thing where Silva ran into the guy. Um, he was pissing off Moose. A lot of times he called yeah. a foul that was on Moose that wasn't even really a foul. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was just like... It was strange. Yeah. To say the least. I think because it's a draw, we didn't talk about it. Yeah. But I really think the ref sucks. <laughs> it, oh, it, it wasn't great but you know it, it was um par for the course for i think if you keep it in perspective Mendoza. mls soccer refs are better than a lot of the other major sports i mean we talked about it. they're better than nba refs come on yeah that is point. atrocious they're they're better than major league umpires for most of the time a lot of well, the yeah, time because major league umpires are like 67 
And if they fall over, they need the team to pick them back up. I think they should just go to an automated strike zone, but I don't a like thousand, baseball. So. A thousand they do have that. I don't care. But I think the ump can overrule. But anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, please follow us on all the... The, the, the in, socials. The socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Come out to our watch parties when we have them. We'll have, be probably doing one this Saturday when they're in Austin. Mm, yeah, the cheeseburger sounds nice. Mm, yeah, the bacon cheeseburger is really good. My, Alicia had the uh, the salad. She had the salad. The the she a herbivore. Well, it has like the 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 burger salad. Oh, it has like the pulled pork and oh. it has a whole bunch of meat. Oh, in the, it. the cattleman version salad thing. Yeah, it is really good. Dang. And also, congratulations to Sawyer. We got the him the uh, follow us. I posted oh, his the, picture. Jersey. Oh, the, we got the, the jersey the, and the yeah, Justin the Glad. Yeah, he was super excited. I met him and his dad down at the team store. Yeah, and his 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 Sawyer's like his dad told me he's like it's like how come you always get the jerseys? <laughs> but this time <laughs> Sawyer got the jersey. Nice. nice. So that's for his Justin Glad dance, right? Yep. And he got the scarf. So that's him, uh, our winner on. I think I posted it on Twitter. Yeah, buddy. Have to get out on the other ones. Holding up the Justin Glad scarf and wearing the jersey he won. All for himself. Good job, Sawyer. Atta uh, kid. All right, we will see you all on Wednesday at the We're game, not going right? to see anybody. Oh, I thought at you meant like on the next podcast. <laughs> at like, the game. We'll see you on the next podcast. We're not going to see anyone. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Pretty but we'll good. see you at the game if you come. Yeah, if you come. You Section know? 25. Row H, you know where we sit. Row We're H. right in front of Spencer Pranger. <laughs> he sits right in back of us. Oh, he does? Yeah, Spencer. Is he a big deal? Or is he just... No, he's a fan. Oh, he's a fan. That's right. Random fan. Random fan. We talked to him. All right. So, anyway, I'll say see ya.